to Jags Drive Time with Ashlyn Sullivan, John Osher, and Brian Sexton. Jags Drive Time starts right now. I used to be the guy because I used to hate listening to it. You know, a coach come tell you, oh, guys, we beat ourselves again. That's the only reason we lost. I used to hate hearing that, but seeing it, it's literally self-inflicted wounds that we continue to give each other. You know, we'll be out there talking and then bomb it's a new communication with someone's open by itself. Those are things that just can't happen in football. You just can't. That's Shaq Griffin, Jaguars cornerback after the Jaguars lost yesterday. And welcome into Jags Drive Time. J.P. Shadrick in for Ashlyn Sullivan. Brian Sexton, John Ozer alongside. We're recapping the 37-19 loss for the Jaguars to the division rival Tennessee Titans. Good morning, gentlemen. Hi. Rise and shine, John. We're up. We are here. We're going. Thanks for joining us again. Speaking of rise and shine, get a late night. It's great to be back. And, uh, you know, this, unfortunately, is five straight losses to start this season, 20 in a row now. That will be the the big national narrative moving ahead. You know, JP, I thought, and I said this, um, I thought that Houston game was a tremendously important game on opening day because it gave this franchise a chance to decouple itself from the past. And, unfortunately, because they haven't been able to win, they've been dragging last year along with them at some point you got to let go of that I mean this is it's a new team it, it, the franchise has lost 20 it's a new team you got to let go of it you got to get a win well it, it is um it's not fair to to hang the 15 last year but I had fans that asked me last night you know lost five this year yeah oh so yeah that's right it, at some point doing it to themselves this has to uh you have to come out of it, and I thought yesterday, if I think you have to define it as improvement, improvement, improvement. Yesterday was not improvement. No, no, it was not. Uh, let's take a look at the big things today, and this one starting off with why. A lot of folks are talking about that fourth and goal to go from inside the one yard line. Trevor Lawrence explained it after the game. Yeah, I think we're getting there. I mean, obviously, uh, I, actually, the first time we were on the we were on the goal line when James got in early in the game. It was kind of a similar look. We had one of the A-gaps was open, and I thought about just sneaking it. Could have got in, but didn't. You know, that point in the game, I think it was like first or second in goal to give James a shot, and he got in. And then later, they did the same thing um, on the fourth and inches, but then they stemmed last second and filled both the A-gaps. So I wasn't really as, as confident changing it there and going on my own and trying to sneak that in with both A-gaps filled. I think we still could have got it, yeah, but uh, it wasn't the same look that was earlier. So there's a time and a place for all those. In that situation, you know, you'd rather trust your guy, run the play that's called, and then try to go on your own and, and make a play and then not get in. I can hear him talk about plays and football and rehashing things all day long. Second big thing today, too bad the defense – had just a few too many mistakes in a game where there were some really good individual performances, and head coach Urban Meyer saw the same. I see the same thing you see, and I see a defense that at times plays outstanding elite level football like the first half against the Bengals, like the latter part of the game, the one we just played. But then the guy, we're putting pressure on a quarterback and the guy's wide open. That was a miscommunication, and it was man coverage. And the guy then covers man. And finally, our last big thing today, tracking Trevor. He is asking everyone, even after this 0-5 start, to remain calm. 
can't get desperate. You know, you gotta you gotta just keep going to work, and uh, we're gonna win some games. We're gonna we're gonna turn it around, and you know, we all thought today was the day we we're gonna get get that first win, and, and it wasn't. You know, we didn't execute enough down the stretch, but um, we're gonna figure it out, and we're gonna turn this thing around. It's gonna be it's gonna be a lot of fun when we do. But yeah, I mean, locker room. We, we want to win, and all the guys. We got so many hard workers, and everyone's so invested. You know, it's not it's not a team where you, know, you got guys that aren't really committed or don't care. I mean, everyone everyone's all in. So, so those are our big things today. If you looked at the team statistics at the end of this game, which we will uh, here on uh, Jags Drive Time coming up in just a moment. I mean, if you just looked at the statistics, take out the score. There's no way the Jaguars lose the game. I mean, they outgained them. They outrushed it. They rushed for almost 200 yards and lost. They didn't have many penalties yesterday. Uh, but then those certain key situations, the, the fumble return touchdown early, a missed extra point, a missed field goal, set up another field goal. That's a huge swing in the first half at halftime. And then, you know, they open the second half, Titans drive down the field, extend the lead to three scores, and then you're playing catch-up all game long after those just critical few mistakes early in the game. Well, and there were mismatches, right? On, you had Chris Claybrooks, who this team drafted to be a kick returner, having to play because Tyson Campbell is injured because they traded C.J. Henderson, and, and they got him in positions where he was turned around, okay? Uh, there was a third down. It was third down and six, and they had Damian Wilson outside, and they had uh, McNichols, the running back, line up in the wing, go in motion, line up outside the tight end, and pause just long enough for the tight end to go out and kind of get in the way, and then he kind of drug across the middle. If you remember the Damian Wilson had to chase him down. They did a great job of creating mismatches, and those mismatches are created because the Jaguars just don't have enough players that match up well, right? On that side of the ball in particular, they are deficient in some key areas. Well, yes, they outgained them. They also had two drives in the fourth quarter that I think produced 132 yards, the Jaguars. They got inside the five and didn't score on either of them. So that tends to skew. If it, it, It's both ways. Take away those, they get out game, score, and it's a closer game. Uh, I didn't think, stats aside, it never felt to me like the Jaguars were out playing them, if that made any sense. No, you know, um, particularly, it seemed like on a couple of Derrick Henry touchdown runs that, you know, they were 10 yards and 9 yards. Well, the way the Jaguars tackled on those plays, if he'd been at his own one, they'd have been 99 yards because yeah. they were wide open. And there were times it, it looked to me like they didn't want to tackle but near the end zone. Yeah, later in the game. Yeah, yeah but at half, he had 11 carries for 31 yards. Yeah. When the game was still in balance, when there was still an opportunity, they did a really good job tackling. There were some guys that were – I mean, Miles Jack, before he left the ball game was playing lights out. I'm not sure how much better Devon Hamilton can get. But, wow, I mean, this is a tremendous football player in the middle of that defense. And they did it without Roy Robertson-Harris, who's a big guy in the rotation that they want to be a part of this thing. So there were some things that you could see. You go, okay, check that, you know, check that, check that. But there's just I, – I, I, let's go back to the top and, and why. You know, yeah. you're standing on the sideline. And you're waiting for this review, and why not sprint to the line, right? Get and and call it before their linebackers jump in the a gaps. Quick snap and quarterback six foot six was that seventy five inches, and you need to go four, right? What are we doing? Why are you not? Why are you taking the ball away from the goal line? And JP, I have to say, I am not a, I'm not a play calling guy. Good plays work, bad plays don't. Those coaches work hard all week to get their call sheet right. 
But that one doesn't make any sense to me. Why are you turning and taking the ball two yards deep into the backfield when you're trying to go four inches ahead? I'm not sure anyone can make sense of that to me. And that, was, that was a critical error yeah. in judgment. And by the way, I, we, we mentioned this a moment ago, it wasn't blocked up either. I mean, they got in the backfield, T.R. Tart penetrates through, he disrupts the whole thing. He's two yards in the backfield, right. John. I've heard, I mean, if I got 150 ozone questions last night, 50 of them are, why do you take James Robinson out of the game? You could have had Derrick Henry and I wouldn't have. Earl Campbell yeah. in, the, in the game. You know, Wrong question. Question is, why don't you just go forward? Carlos Hyde, A, had run in the, on the first drive. He got four and seven to get them down to the goal line. He was running fine. That was not a matter of why was Carlos Hyde in the game. It, it, if you're going to call the play, it didn't get blocked. Now, I'm not hammering the offensive line because the offensive line played extraordinarily well most of that game. Mm -hmm. But on that play, switching Hyde and Robinson, I don't think was the issue. Now, the question to me is, why not just go forward? Quarterback said he, he's fine with the quarterback sneak, no problem. Four inches, that, that the game turned right there. I mean, he said it afterwards. We have a completely different last 10 minutes of that game oh, and we score that there. They're down five at that well, point. So why shoot yourself in the foot and, and, and get tricky, right? Even though a, a handoff isn't all that tricky. Don't take the ball away from the goal line. I got to go that way. Football's a simple game, folks. There you have it. Yeah. Um, one of those days yesterday at the bank. Got plenty ahead. Let's come back. We'll take a look at the highlights yesterday. There were some for the Jags, just not enough. That seems to be the case the last, well, the first five weeks of the season. We are off and running. It's Jags Drive Time on a Monday on the Jaguars Digital Network. Jags Drive Time is brought to you by TIAA Bank. Turn potential into progress. And by Publix, where shopping is a pleasure. Welcome back to Jags Drive Time Monday morning after the Week 5 Jaguars loss to the Tennessee Titans. Call CarShield now. If your car is out of manufacturer's warranty, don't get stuck with expensive mechanical and computer repairs. Call CarShield now. J.P. Shadrick in for Ashwin Sullivan. John Osher, Brian Sexton rehashing the Jaguars loss to the Tennessee Titans. And let's get into the highlights from this one yesterday. It started on the opening drive for the Jaguars offense. Third play of the game, Dan Arnold makes the catch. The Titans find the end zone. Outside John Simon, the veteran linebacker earlier this week. And he's going to get some run today. They dump it off to Dan Arnold who fumbled the football. I don't know if he ever had, had the ball received or not. Kevin Byard is roaming inside the 10-yard line. And that's where he will be. That's a bad break. I mean, not much you can do there, guys. Turning up field and uh, helmet yeah. on the ball. I but, didn't think it was a catch. Yeah, I didn't either, and it was interesting. I, I, I don't know. I went back and watched the replay uh, this morning on this. Um, it was hard to tell. The NFL rule is that a touchdown play gets reviewed. Right, all scoring um, plays. Well, yeah, I'm sorry, all scoring plays. Well, it was, it was a little fuzzy during the game to me and a little fuzzy even on the broadcast with uh, Tiki Barber and uh, McCarthy, I think his name yep, was. Yep. Weren't quite sure if it actually got reviewed, but it looked like the officials did, but it wasn't really clearly announced. I, it got called the touchdown on the field, so I, I think it was going to be a little harder to reverse 
sometimes, you know, it's a little philosophical, but everybody talks about now how the officials are taught to let the play go. Yeah. Well, that's fine, except in this case, letting the play go gets it called a fumble on the field. So it's hard to overturn it if it's close. This one felt like it wasn't. So it's a little bit of a gray area. Sometimes just letting it go means all of a sudden the wrong call is made, maybe. so. In retrospect, um, the way that calls went, reviews went, the Jaguars wouldn't have got this one either. So, right. I mean, and they had a chance. They, they, they can't go back down the field and have a chance to tie the game. Well, yep, yeah. yeah. And, and I'll get to that in my right. So, hand. ensuing drive, <laughs> the Jaguars are down 7 nothing. James Robinson reels off his co- career long run. Second down at five. And again, it's Robinson. And Robinson's got some daylight. He's breaking free across the 45. He's got one man to beat inside the 30. The 20 tripped up from behind. Fired with another big time. Run, James, run. Can't get there, unfortunately. Speed is not his game, but man, great vision. Find that hole. They kept it off with a score, by the way. The Jags missed the extra point when Matt Wright slipped. So 7-6 to six was the score at that point. And it was a, a part of a 149-yard day, his career best, and his fifth 100-yard rushing day in his career. James Robinson um, having a nice day at the office yesterday, especially in the first half. Moving on to the second quarter now. The uh, Jaguars with just over 10 minutes left in the second. They emptied out the backfield for a fourth and goal play for Trevor Lawrence. By himself in the backfield, Robinson is in as a receiver. They toss to the back of the end zone. Caught! Touchdown, Jacksonville! Toward the back pylon. Jacob Hollister wide open. Uh, there's a school of thought where you don't want to throw to the back left corner of the end zone on fourth and one, but when you have an arm like that, Johnny, you well, get away with it. I mean, great, great, great call here, Brian, on fourth and one. <laughs> you know why? Because it worked. Because it worked. Yeah. It, and that's exactly what, you know, they'd be getting hammered for it if it hadn't worked. I didn't get one single no. email criticizing this call. Yeah. Hey, by the way. Touchdown, it, Ryan! He's, he's made a couple of those touchdown throws to that corner. That yeah. he's done. What incredible touch. He just keeps showing it. It's, yeah, that was a it, big you, time throw. I mean, he just keeps getting better and better. He He's why when my neighbor stopped me last night when I was walking the dog and wanted to rant and rave, I just said, hold on, the quarterback is coming. Here he comes. That was and f- on on the first highlight, JP. By the way, yep. what we didn't show: huge run yeah. by James Robinson. Um, so it was impressive for this offense that they went ahead and finished that drive. They, you know, they were only at the twelve, yeah. and they not only finished the drive, they finished it pretty easily. I know a lot of things went wrong the rest of the way, <laughs> but that doesn't always happen in dominant fashion. There, uh, you know, you hope Linder's okay because there is something that you can build on with the way this team's run blocking. The fourth quarter now, the Jags down 31-13 at this point. Trevor Lawrence calls his own number for a score. He has not had a catch today. Quarterback keeper, Lawrence into the end zone. Touchdown, Jacksonville. It's a 12-point game. Here's another great call, Jason. 13-50 to play here in the fourth quarter. Two-point conversion. Lawrence rolls the pocket to the right, setting things up. He's being chased down, throws it to the back of the end zone. So they uh, get the touchdown. Lawrence calls his own number, the draw up the middle. Easy touchdown run. They decide to go for two to make it a 10-point game instead of a you know touchdown two-point conversion and a field goal to make it an 11-point game if they hit the extra point there. 
Uh, so at that point, it's 31-19. There we are. Another great call for I mean, yeah, found the end zone. Sure. But it, it, yeah, I mean, and a credit to them at this point, I thought, for it was a game that felt out of hand. They're making mistakes, and I agree with Brian. I don't think they're good enough playmaker-wise defensively to stay in some games right now. But if you were looking for signs of fight, this game, you know, there seemed no effort issue to me. No, it's a talent issue. Right. Yeah. Plain and simple. I mean, this team, when they say, when when Shaq Griffin comes to the postgame and and is is, is quiet because there's a quiet anger in his voice, right? He's not used to losing. Um no, no, this team will win. I, I, they're going to win a couple games this year. A couple, right? Not just one game. They're going to win a couple games. But it's because these players are going to rally around that quarterback. They're going to see what they've got. This is his team now. All right, let's move along in the fourth quarter. Our final uh, highlight pairing here, LaVisca Chenault. We heard Urban Meyer earlier in the week say he should be about a 10-touch guy. He didn't have any touches until this point. He had a huge catch and run. That got him to the 12-yard line. There was a defensive holding that negated an interception, so it's first and goal at the five. Pass, pass, a Trevor Lawrence run to the one-inch line after the review, and then a fourth and goal play all in this highlight. Marathon coming up with It's a pass. There's Chenault, his first catch of the day. And he pounds his way inside Tennessee territory. Breaks free inside the 30, inside the 20. Step marks to the 15. Goal from inside the one. Hyde is behind Lawrence. They give it to Hyde. He's not going to get there. He is going to be knocked back to the 10 and even beyond. So first off, they couldn't find Chenault all game until the fourth quarter. That was his lone catch of the day and a big run after the catch, of course. And then, as we mentioned earlier, Tart penetrates on that fourth and, and goal play from the one-yard line. They can't get it in the end zone, and that was that's really when the game pretty much ended. Yeah, and it uh, we didn't show the play here where Trevor couldn't quite get in. I, uh, I again, thought that he might have been in. Uh, it looks like it from the end zone looking out. Angle. What was weird about it and what I think Jaguars fans are rightly a little upset about, is the premise of the call earlier had been not conclusive evidence. Well, when you watch the Trevor Lawrence touchdown on replay or non-touchdown, he, they ruled him in to start. Well, they're really – they took a long time. There was not conclusive evidence that he didn't get in. Right. I thought it was a fair debate. I don't think it was for sure that he got in, but they ruled it on the field. So that's supposed to remain a touchdown unless you see conclusive. I didn't see conclusive. I didn't either. I didn't either. But score on the next play. See, everybody who's talking about all – and JP knows where I'm going Mm -hmm. because, you know, all of these calls did go against them. But good teams overcome that. You were fourth and inches at that point go ahead and score, and you're not worried about right. the non-call. It, and that's what this team's not doing right now. You can make your own breaks right. early in the game. If Shaq Griffin makes the interception, there's not the pass interference on Clay Brooks later in that drive. Of course, right. the flip side there is they made their own break when Caleb on chase on drilled Tannehill in the back before the ball was moving forward, right? That was a break they made, right. and they didn't get it. That's the really bad call in this game because he just – he felt the ball. You can watch the ball in in frame by frame coming loose, and he felt it. So he did what a veteran quarterback does: just throw your hand forward right. and give them a reason to overturn it. Um, it was also a case, though, where the call on the field 
was incomplete pass, right? right? So it's hard. I, th- I think I'm right. None of you are exactly right. So it was inconclusive there, but yet the Jaguars didn't get the inconclusive coming back, and I thought I think that's why fans are so upset. They were inconsistent with their inconclusive. Right. By the way, just want got to point this out. Jamal Agnew made that run possible by um, uh, by Lavisca Chenault. If you, I don't know whether people if they get a chance to go back and watch that, but there's a the the, the defensive back Jackson for the Titans is coming towards Chenault. It's going to drop him probably the 40 yard line, and Agnew steps in. Agnew, who's not a big guy, and makes a big time block. Those are the kinds of things that if you were watching yesterday, you saw. You go, okay, getting it. There's some guys. There's a better group of players on this roster than there was last year. There just isn't enough of them on the other side of the ball to make it happen yet. We'll come back in a moment. Hot takes. We've got them hot and fresh on a Monday morning. It's Jags Drive Time on the Jaguars Digital Network. Jags Drive Time is presented in part by DreamFinders Homes. Homes that fit your lifestyle. And Baptist Health. Changing health care for good. It's Jags Drive Time Monday morning after a Jaguars loss to the Tennessee Titans, 37-19. J.P. Shadrick in for Ashlyn Sullivan. Brian Sexton, John Ozer alongside. It is time for our Monday morning hot takes. Brian, get us started. The uh, the Jaguars will get their first win in London since 2017. I think they'll beat the Dolphins on Sunday. I watched the Dolphins game last night when I got home. Um, they're, they're not head and shoulders above this Jacksonville team. Uh, they may have more speed, which can be alarming. Um, but they won 10 games last year, but they're just they're, they're deficient in a couple of key areas. Uh, this team, I just I just have the feeling this quarterback who just keeps getting better and better before our eyes is going to carry this thing himself this week in London. And Jacoby Brissett had a hamstring injury this week also, so yeah. we'll see the status he has moving ahead. Too. If two is back, who knows? Yeah. I thought your hot take last week was that they were going to win Sunday. Yeah, I did. Yeah. Okay. I'm trying to be optimistic. Your hot takes aren't that hot right now. Uh, well, <laughs> no. it, some people would say they're, they're, they're burning hot. Burning cause, hot. Because how are you going to go ahead and call this one for them? They're right. going to London, new coaching staff, young team. I, I don't know. I just I, I believe so much in this quarterback. Yeah. And, and, and this last week, this team transitioned. It's his team now. And he's ready to go. And I, I just I think he makes more plays. He learns from every mistake and he just keeps going forward. He's tremendous. All right. And the Johnny, Dolphins are fascinating to yeah. me, but I mean I, I know we're looking ahead. Yeah. It's a team that won ten games. I thought they were gonna be really good. They might be one of the most disappointing teams of the season yeah. right now. So uh, my yep. hot take and yep. I had a few. Um the NFL is about the moment and the Jaguars are struggling in the moment right now. And I fourth and goal? Yeah, well, and even beyond that, fourth and goal, you have a chance to get back in it. And But then there was also a moment right after that. They're on their own five, the Titans. There's 10 minutes to go in the game, and you're down 12. That game is not over at that point. And the Titans came out, but there was such a deflation. And the Titans came out, and two Derrick Henry runs, and they're back out at the 20. Yeah. And it felt like... All of a sudden, it felt like this insurmountable pushing uphill where it really shouldn't. If you get a stop there, you get field position. You, you get out of five minutes to go, and it's still there. So, the mo- you know, the NFL is, by its nature, decided on in the last three minutes of the game and right or in the fourth quarter of the game. And right now, that's where this team, Cincinnati, Arizona, 
this game to a point when it got close. They get in those moments, and I guess the front-line playmaker, difference-making guy is not there to make the play. So uh, you got to overcome that, but right now, to me, that's the defining thing. All right, I'll wrap it up with a hot take today, and it may not be that hot. James Robinson can handle it. That's pretty that, hot. That means the load. He can handle the load of carries if you want him to. He did that last season by a large margin. There were really no other true regular options at running back. Uh, he can handle the situation around the goal line, it seems like, with somewhat – class we we saw that in the post-game press conference yesterday he's answering the questions he thought Trevor had scored on third down ain't no big deal teammates can can play as well and Carlos Hyde is running the ball well and um you know it, he just kind of he's, he's Mr. Reliable for this team any pressure anything kind of just like water off a duck's back it rolls right off for him his personality's that way he's now fourth in the league in rushing yardage by the way but he's 11th in the league in carries. He just didn't get, doesn't get a lot of it. He gets nearly you know 5.8 yards per carry. He's doing things well. He's never going to be that home run hitter as we saw in the game yesterday, but he's Mr. Reliable for this team. So keep feeding the beast. I like that. Totally agree. He's going to give you a 58-yard run or a 27-yard run on third and seven when you need it. He's that guy. But he, he's not going to run away from you. It, if he was on a contending team right now, he'd be a superstar. He reminds me so much of Emmett Smith, and I'm not saying he is Emmett Smith. Obviously, he's an all-time great, but the vision, the ability. When you look at him, you think this guy should not be an, a, a big-time NFL player, and he's a big-time NFL player not because necessarily of physical traits, but he's just good. Yeah. He knows how to play yeah. football, and that matters. That's a good take. Mm -hmm. right. Talking to Fred about it, Fred Taylor after the game. You might have heard of him, Fred. Um, so. He doesn't really take a direct hit all the time, too. He'll find a way to kind of wiggle around and crease through. He's not taking a lot of direct shots, too. You know, you know the touchdown, uh, at like a four-yard line in, in Cincinnati on Thursday night, where he he followed the blocking to the right and then just saw a crease. Now, by the time he got there, it was a big hole, but he saw the guard moving the guy, and he cut it back, and it, it wasn't even touched. I mean, that's that's special vision. Special. And I'm not sure people recognize just how good he is at seeing what's going on around him. He doesn't have that burst, that explosiveness to get to the end zone like like a Fred Taylor did. Um, but he's got the ability to make plays for you, and he keeps making them. Those are our hot takes today. Time now for the JEA lineman of the game. And we'll go with defensive end and outside linebacker, Kayla Von Chazon. Six tackles yesterday, had a sack, two tackles for loss, three quarterback hits. Nearly had the sack fumble. It was overturned after review. But Chazon might have had his best game as a Jaguar so far in year number two. Best all-around effort for him in yesterday's loss against the Titans. That brings us to our JEA frontline team of the game. Jamie, Leslie, Brandon, Kasaya, Victoria, and Natasha. Congratulations to the JEA frontline team of the game. The Jaguars would like to thank JEA's frontline teams for all they do to help our community thrive. Please help us recognize JEA's frontline team of the game, representing the 2,000 employees who work hard to serve you each and every day. We'll return in just a moment our final thoughts. After this Week 5 Jaguars loss to the Titans, it's Jags Drive Time on the Jaguars Digital Network.
Welcome back. It's Jags Drive Time on a Monday morning. Legal sports betting is coming to Florida soon. Go to hardrocksportsbook.com for the latest details leading up to launch. Must be 21 and physically present in Florida to wager. Concerned about gambling? Please call 1-800-522-4700. J.P. Shadrick, Brian Sexton, John Osier. It is time for one to grow on. Brian, uh, get us going. Uh, I'll go with Chase on. And uh, the plays that he made that everybody saw uh, were obviously worthy of this. He's coming on strong. The word on him when they drafted him was a freakish athlete. And that's what I saw yesterday. A guy that was very difficult for the Titans to handle. And he's going to require more attention from the Dolphins, which should finally free up Josh Allen from double teams and chip blocks. And Chase on is a guy who's going to open the pass rush up for everybody. It's good to see. Yeah, I think you just have to wind him up and go. I mean, you know, I think he's going to make some mistakes. Uh, it seemed like there was a player two in coverage yeah. the where it didn't happen. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, th- the answer to that is when you've got a kid who disrupts, hey, go chase the ball. Go forward. As much as possible. You can't always do that. I'm right. not saying it's that simple, but that's where he's going to be at his best. I'll go next. If uh, Chenault and Jones combined are going to get two catches in games – they're going to have to lean on the tight ends a little bit more and those the guys they roll in at the other receiver spot. But yesterday, tight ends combined for eight catches and uh, nearly uh, 80 yards. Dan Arnold was a big piece of that, six catches, 64 yards. Uh, Hollister had a touchdown. Farrell had a catch. I'm going with the tight ends. They're, they're going to get a lot of play and a lot of looks in this offense the way it, 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 if it looks anything like yesterday. Arnold was viewed by most people as a throw-in on that trade for the third-round pick uh, for C.J. Henderson. Uh, before the season is over, people are going to go, wow, he's a really nice player and a guy that you want on your team long-term. I agree. Um, I'll go with Trevor. It's kind of obvious, and I, I know Brian talked about him earlier. You're so impressed five weeks in. In the post-game press conference, you you talk, JP, about how you like listening to him talk football. It's so clear that he's learning, you know, soaking it up like a sponge every week. He talked yesterday about seeing that the Titans were playing back. They took things underneath that was given to him. Uh, he's learning how to take what the defense gives him, how to play in different situations. Um, second game in a row without a significant interception. I didn't even count the last one. Uh the game was over. So that's two weeks in a row for him without a turnover that really hurt the team. Yep. Uh, so he's not turnover Trevor. Mm-hmm. It's all that. He's one to grow on. He's obvious, but he's mine. Peyton Manning uh, lost his first four starts and got his first win in his fifth. Maybe this guy loses his first five and gets his first win in the sixth. I, I just I cannot say enough about him. And the job that Brian Schottenheimer has done with him, uh, there's been some clips in um, the sideline stuff uh, that we have for Jags Wired, where you just the the intensity and the level of coaching that's going on with him, um, and Shadi has done a phenomenal job at helping him overcome one mistake and then not making it again. I, I just it's a good combination. Schottenheimer with Lawrence is a winner. Stay tuned on Jaguars.com. A little later today, we'll have Jaguars Happy Hour. Tony Vaselli and Pete Prisco. Speaking of hot takes, they'll probably have some on the show today, 4 to 6 on 1010XL Radio. Ashlyn Sullivan back with us soon. Great to sit in today, this morning with you guys. Brian Sexton. Thanks, we appreciate you. John Osher, Joe Fortunato, Trent Padilla, Blake Stewart. For everyone involved, I'm J.P. Shadrick. We'll catch you next time. It's Jags Drive Time on the Jaguars Digital Network.